my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth-building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO, which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Term Sheets. The Afrotech miniseries available on YouTube about venture capital in New York City. February 2020. I'm talking to Maisha Leak, head of founder and studio ops at Human Ventures, a venture fund, part studio, part enterprise agency. During our conversation in her Park Avenue office, I asked Maisha about how to do good while doing good. Now savvy founders can safely navigate the terrain of building a company that positively affects communities, changes lives, saves the whales, and keeps the plastic out of the ocean while generating a huge return for the investors and equity holders. It's sort of like the Carnegie or Rockefeller mindset, right? Like the idea that you can prioritize building great industry and know that you have an obligation to the broader community, right? Um, we straddle that line in that some of our companies our companies are solving problems uh, for corporations, for customers, and they also happen to have a social good impact, right? There's a way to like to to do the, to solve a problem that's affecting people in mass, and let the the commercial outcome be one of the motivators, and it still do good, right? I think that the challenge is that many companies I mentioned to you before were built for a very small, technology companies, for a very small group of people and their first world problems, right? There are actually more people that have myriad problems navigating the United States and their community and services and all that, and someone between the federal government that supports them, their own paycheck, they're willing to pay to have the friction taken out of their lives. So I don't think it's a, I don't think you're making a choice about social impact I think that there are more social problems that you can uh, build technology to address that will uh, generate a return. 
I'm Will Lucas, and this is Black Tech Green Money. I'm going to introduce you to some of the biggest names, some of the brightest minds, and brilliant ideas. If you're black in building or simply using tech to secure your bag, this podcast is for you. Pierre Laguerre, CEO and founder at Fleeting, a commercial fleet management and services company, and the first black man to ever raise more than a million dollars from a crowdfunding campaign. I asked Pierre that since when we think about tech, we rarely think about trucking, how can technology be leveraged to create bigger financial returns in the space? And where is there opportunity for innovators like you listening to this episode? I think too often people think that trucking is a cowboy industry. It doesn't need technology. And I think I'll tell people that you're definitely wrong. But what technology can definitely do is one is to destigmatize trucking, first and foremost. Trucking come with a lot of existing stigmas, right? Average age of a truck driver is 54 years old. Drivers are spending on average 250 nights away from their family. The food option on the road is horrible. You know, pretty much like trucking doesn't provide any upward mobility to truckers. So by leveraging technology, for me and my own personal experience, what I've seen is one, you can leverage it to create a system, to create a community where you one, give drivers better flexibility, better scheduling, where you can understand the data points where shipment needs to be picked up, where they need to be delivered. That data right here will allow trucking companies and drivers to create better, more efficient systems around scheduling. As I mentioned, drivers are spending 200 nights away from their family. That is something that we really need to think about. How does leverage, leverage the technology allow these drivers to have more home time? Another part of it also is on the road, like I mentioned, drivers cannot find good, healthy food on the road. Everything on the road is garbage at truck stop. Well, technology can actually now guide a driver to tell a driver, well, there's a, re- a restaurant in this area that serves some healthy foods. That's one way. And I think for me, the most impactful way to look at technology in the transportation space is the upward mobility component of it, right? A lot of truckers get in trucking and what they're saying is that, hey, look, this industry, we operate under a ceiling cap. We start as a trucker, we die as a trucker. So I think for me, again, by building technology in this space, one, it make the business a lot more efficient. It allow anyone to become an operator in trucking and own a fleet of trucks and be able to kind of run operation. That creates more opportunities, create more job, and create more entrepreneurship. So definitely leveraging technology. There's a lot of um, different section in trucking that can be disrupted. Trucking is very fragmented. We're talking about we still operating like we're still in the 80s. So but leveraging technology, one, it can create better communication. Two, it can create better efficient processes for these businesses. And three, you can collect real data around driver challenges and shipper challenges and build better system to create a more efficient industry. Mm. So there are, and you know this better than me, there are some drivers who make uh, 90, you know, $100,000 a year and they make really good money. And But still, even those drivers who are doing very well, where might they be leaving money on the table if they were to use technology a little bit better, they could potentially capture more of that opportunity? Absolutely. Drivers, one of the big challenges, um, those are also, by the way, those drivers that's making 100000 150000 those drivers own their own trucks, right? So they have to kind of outsource their own freight. They have to make multiple phone calls to find a load from, let's say if I'm leaving from Georgia to North Carolina, I may have to make six, seven calls to find a load in Georgia. Now, when I get to North Carolina, after I deliver that load, I may have to make another eight, seven calls to find another load coming back to Georgia. So leveraging technology, what that will allow um, for truckers to do one is stop running empty miles. That's something that you hear all the time is when a driver get a load going from one place to the other one, the challenge that they run into is finding them back. back. Absolutely. Yeah. So leveraging technology, a lot of drivers to make better decisions 
allow him to see exactly where he's going. So for example, I know there's nothing in Florida, but most drivers don't know that, right? There's really not much freight coming out of Florida. Florida is, a, is an inbound state. That means a lot of freight coming into Florida, but there's not too much freight going out of Florida. So me as a driver, if I book a load that's delivering to Florida, how do I find the next load coming out of Florida or neighboring cities in Florida? Well, you don't want to make a thousand phone calls to find that. So technology can tell the driver through data point and say, okay, well, if you're willing to drive an hour away from this city, you can find you a load in Jacksonville. You can find you a load somewhere else. So that technology help the drivers to kind of really maximize the units or the trucks, I would say. But I think, again, truckers are afraid of technology because whenever they hear technology, they hear autonomous. They hear trucking that's going to drive themselves and that's going to take away their job. So they become a little bit defensive about technology. But I think for me, I always tell truckers is don't look at technology as a tool that's going to replace you. Look at technology as a tool that's going to make your days, your life, your business a lot more efficient. So I think drivers leave a lot of money on the table by not leveraging technology to find exactly where's the hot areas to find loads and where's the better area to go into to find a load coming out of that area. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots, being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It's packed with benefits to help unlock more value from your business purchases. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, I mean, you mentioned so many things that we're going to be talking about today. Because it's, it's, I've been looking forward to this conversation. You were somebody I wanted to talk to for some time because we often think of technology as industries as a, being a building an app or you know being a software developer. But look, every industry is impacted by technology. Whether you're in trucking or whether you're working in medical, whether you're working in insurance everybody's using technology, but if we don't see ourselves as somebody, you know, that can use technology to help us scale and do business more sustainably, we miss out on those opportunities. So if you could go in a little bit more there, so folks who don't see themselves as technologists, you know, truckers, particularly for this, for the sake of this conversation and people who are building things to support uh, the trucking, uh, the, the trucking employees or owner operators, how can we, number one, change our minds to believe that this is not something I should shy away from? Technology, getting a better mobile phone because that phone may have an app, 
or that you know that device may may be able to better help me do my business better how do we first change our minds so when you're talking to truckers what is that value proposition you're selling them to say look this is not something that you should be afraid of this is something that you should embrace because it's going to help you absolutely well the thing is is that first we have to look at you know the, uh, as i mentioned earlier look at the average age of a truck driver right 54 years old so a lot of time you know guys uh, those truckers are a lot older you know they're still operating with flip phones you know they're still not really up into uh, up on technology like that so i think that's a big challenge and that's gonna take a big curve to actually shift that but i think let's take this further i think for us is the way i look at it is i don't think those drivers that exist today is going to be the drivers that we're going to see 10 years from now 15 years from now right because those drivers are retiring at alarming rate and they're leaving trucking to for go for um for gig economy so although they're saying they're against technology but they use technology every day right they go and drive uber they're using technology yeah, right. they're on social media they're on facebook so drivers will tell you no i don't use technology but you look at their phone they have so many different apps but the thing is i think it's the approach of the builder the person that's building that technology first how can you relate to that trucker on a human level. And I think that's what's missing is that a lot of tech companies, well, I don't want to say a lot of tech companies, but I'm looking at, let's look at tech companies in the supply chain logistics space, is that, you know, you have these smart, brilliant um, children, you know, coming out of college, you know, coming out of Stanford University, coming out of Harvard, you know, so, you know, coming with these great ideas, thinking that, hey, look, I'm going to disrupt trucking. But trucking is one of the last industries that still stand where the human component of uh, trucking is very important. Like it has to be there. So I would say definitely when we're talking about those engineers, the builders, the people that's actually thinking about building better tools for trucking, first, they have to put themselves in a trucker seat, right? They have to understand what is the challenges all for truckers. Then I think they'll be in a better position to build something that drivers can relate to. Now, there's something that exists today called driver app fatigue, right? There's so many different companies building mobile platform in the transportation space, but all they are is existing brokers freight brokers added a little piece of technology and then they call it the new disruptor of the market. It's really not, right? So I think drivers are seeing that and drivers thinking that, well, the tech industry is taking them for a fool. And that's what a lot of drivers are saying because it's like, well, how do I have Uber Freight? How do I have Convoy? How do I have Transfix? How do I have so many different mobile apps that I can log into to find a freight? But not one of these apps talks directly about the challenges that I'm having as a human being, not being able to see my son on his birthday, not being able to attend my daughter's soccer game, not be able to, you know, be with my wife on our anniversary night. So I think if we start taking a different approach when we're talking about technology and start understanding the human behavior that comes with trucking, I think we'll have a better outcome. But I think the main issue is that those um, entrepreneurs that's in tech, although they're building great tools, they don't have the driver best interests at heart. And that's just the entire industry, right? The, in, the entire industry have commoditized truckers. They don't look at truckers as a valuable partner. They look at truckers as a commodity. I'll tell you go, where to go. I'll tell you when to come back home. Nobody ever really put the thinking cap on and say, okay, well, the driver is by far the most valuable asset you can have in trucking. You can have a thousand trucks, a thousand large shipping companies. If you don't have a driver to move that truck from point A to point B, you do not have a business. So I think it's very important. It's critically important that um, builders really think of drivers and think about their challenges and think about what they go through on a day-to-day -day basis to be able to build something that's relatable to that trucker. And I think for me, that's what makes me one of the great leaders in the space because my background is that I've been a trucker for the past, you know, um, 15 years, been in the space for 18 years, but I've drove trucks for 14 years myself. So I understand the pain point on a personal level. So this is why for us, when we build them, it's not just, hey, hey, let's go straight to software and build something. First, we want to understand who are we building for? 
why are we building it? And how can that tool help that driver become a better entrepreneur? Because that's one of the things drivers are asking is that they're seeing all these tech companies being, you know, overvalued, billion, multi-billion dollar companies, but the drivers that's doing the hard work, they don't see, they don't feel like the builders are thinking about them. And this is why they feel like they're not part of the industry. And I'm pretty sure this is why they feel some type of way about technology. Yeah. Yeah. God, you hit, you're hitting on so many points. Um, so let's, let's go in there a little, a little bit deeper because, you know, I was going to ask you about how, or what is the particular value proposition black people may have with regards to opportunities for wealth creation and, you know, making, you know, progress in logistics. But you gave me a better one in that so often when we think about technology and building things that can be disruptive to your point, we don't think about the impact, the human impact on the other side. But if we did talk to those folks who will be impacted, we could potentially come up with better solutions for everybody instead of trying to throw people you know, away. And yep. so how is it? So let me ask both those questions in one. What is it that you think black entrepreneurs, black innovators, black technologists could uniquely bring to solve that problem? Because you're doing it yourself. Like what what is it that we could bring to the logistics industry that would both be valuable, but would also help, you know, not displace people? Man, that's some great question. And that's something that I talk about all the time. If you look at the um, the trucking industry, it's the $800 billion industry, right? And 40% of the workforce are minorities. And the things that keep us from growing is lack, the, uh, lack of access to capital, lack of access to partnership and corporate, uh, you know, bigger um, corporations, and definitely uh, lack of a sense of innovation, right? So a lot of times, once again, we're not being exposed to the opportunity technology is bringing into our world today, right? We always kind of like beyond the curve on when changes are happening. And I think that's what we're seeing today. There's a lot of minorities in the trucking space that are, you know, running great manual businesses. But I think, how do we get, how do we trigger the innovation side of their mind, right? How do we get them to think, okay, well, I understand the challenges. I understand those processes, but how do I become, in a, what's the word I'm looking for is not the right word, but I'm going to say lazy. Right, because sometimes in order for you to be a great innovator, you have to be a lazy individual, not in a bad way, but in a good way, because you're thinking, okay, well, how can I automate this process? I'm tired of dealing with thousand paperwork. I'm tired of dealing with, you know, a bunch of phone calls. Like, you know, I'm tired of just, you know, just kind of hunting and looking for the next driver, hunting and looking for the next best shipment. How do I create innovation around that and build something that can actually, one, first, they have to think about themselves as an individual business to say, okay, well, if I bring this system into my business, how can this system also make trucking a lot more efficient? But that's the problem right there, right? Is that, okay, most carriers or trucking companies, operations, they um, pretty much operate very, profit is very slim to none in trucking. It may sound very lucrative, but there's, there's a lot of expenses. And a lot of time these companies are very small. 96% of this entire $800 billion market are made of small trucking companies that's running five trucks or less. So when they make a profit, they don't have enough capital to reinvest it into technology. They don't have enough capital to invest it into new system. So they continue operating the same old way. So I think the one way to change that first, we have to expand the pipeline of black entrepreneur that's getting into tech, number one, right? We have to make it in a sense, I'm not saying, hey, look, just go ahead, open your checkbook and write everybody a check. But I think we have to really change the statistics on how many founders are raising capitals because once they hear those statistics out of billions of dollars being invested, only 2% are going to black. 
that actually demotivates you to say, oh, well, I'm going to go into tech because you're going to look at those numbers and say, man, there's no way I'm going to raise a million dollars to build an MVP. There's no way I'm going to even get to a point where I can raise a Series A. So that keeps a lot of entrepreneurs, especially black, uh, black entrepreneurs, from getting in the tech space. But if you create, if we can create a better ecosystem that gives those entrepreneurs in trucking better access to capital, better access to innovation labs to where they could think strategically and think about the challenges that they have in their own perspective business and how they can build that to solve a bigger problem, we'll then start seeing a change. But I think that start with, you know, once again, start the, with the big VC firms, you know, we're talking about angel firms. And also for us, I'm going to bring this back. We're talking about our communities as well. Even our communities is not even fully exposed yet to the power of investing, right? They don't even know yet about the power of crowdfunding. So I think the more we bring um, VCs that look like us, the more they see founders that look like us that are building great product, the more we're going to start changing their mind to thinking that, okay, well, if Pierre can do it, then well, I can do it too. Yeah. Yeah. And for the folks who are African-American black folks across the world, honestly, because trucking is everything. I mean, this is a global industry and maybe directly getting involved in trucking may not be for them from a tech perspective or otherwise. But what are those parallel industries and opportunities that support logistics that they could probably, you know, find economic opportunity in? Well, I mean, as you can see, e-commerce is a big thing to, in today's age, right? Everybody is selling something online. And also, everybody want to order something today and get it in front of their doors tomorrow. So if you look at that and think deeply, you could find, one, more opportunities. And two, you could find ways that technology will make your business a lot more efficient. Let's say, for example, you sell coffee. You know, you own a coffee shop. Well, if there's no truckers to bring that good from the manufacturer to your front door, you don't have a business, right? Your business will suffer and eventually you will go out of business. So I think looking at those things and look at the value that trucking bring into the industry is where you yourself can become an innovator yourself to say, okay, well, how do I create a business? Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.